Welcome back to the Oklahoma Municipal League podcast. I am your host, Executive Director of the Municipal League, Mike Fina, and we are continuing with our mini podcast series focusing on healthcare products. As many of you know, this uh, this year, actually, it's been the culmination of probably the last three years. Uh, OML has launched Municipal Healthcare Solutions to provide a quality healthcare product to municipalities across the state, and we've been doing many podcasts to break down not just the municipal healthcare solutions product, but also to help educate our members on healthcare in general. So we're going to have a very interesting conversation today because the gentleman that we have as a guest is actually the guy to blame 100% for OML even going down this road of municipal health solutions. I say that jokingly, but the, but uh, our guest today is Brian Mott from American Fidelity. And I have to tell you a little story before I bring Brian on. When the idea of, of municipal health solutions, before it even had a name, just a healthcare product for municipalities came up, I was at a National League of Cities uh, trip in North Carolina, if I'm remembering correctly, and, and Brian was there from American Fidelity, which is an Oklahoma-based company, but they do a lot of work all throughout the country. And I cornered him and I said, Brian, what would what would you think about a municipal healthcare product? And he matched my enthusiasm from day one about the possibility of building a healthcare product for municipal government. And if it wasn't for him and American Fidelity, we wouldn't be here today. They have served as our guide through this process. They've served as our consultant and they've just really been our good friend and, and, and guidance through this. And because of them, we do have municipal health care solutions today. So I hope that was a really great intro to bring in Brian Mock from American Fidelity. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. I don't normally get such glowing uh, reviews, so I guess uh, I'll have to uh, pay up later on. I, I'll wait for Nancy to send the bill. Well, it's been an interesting ride over the last few years. Before we started, we were we were talking about some of our adventures. I mean, you and I have been to Texas researching this. We've even gone to uh, spent a considerable time uh, at Bucky's. Um, on our way back and forth in, into Texas, but it's been quite a ride the last three years with you. Uh, you know, the Bucky, that's pretty funny. I actually, if I believe you had never actually even been to a Bucky before, and so I got to introduce you to the phenomenon known as Bucky. So, uh, that was quite an experience and fun event. This is true, and I've been back at, at least a dozen times to Bucky's, thanks to you. So the things you've opened my life up to, Brian Mock. Well, I, I think you know you talked about being excited, and that may you know to listeners that may sound a little weird. Hey, you're excited about you know medical and you know insurance, or uh, you know cause there's lots of commercials on TV about insurance, and uh, and that may be not be the most popular. Or, or glamorous of subjects to some people, but when you look at the overall budget and how do we together help municipalities, and I think that's really where I get excited. And and if we go back to that night in, in North Carolina there at NLC, um, it really all centered around how do we help members? How do we help uh, you know cities and towns and their instrumentalities? How do we help public sector give them options or tools to better manage that second or third single largest budgetary item that they have, which, by the way, 
is probably one of the most uncontrolled, uh, that's a hard word to say, huh. most uncontrollable budgetary item to be blunt. So, you know, what are some ways that we can help them? And I think there's really, Mike, there's the genesis of that whole conversation, which was all around how to help the member. And I say that kind of in a dramatic fashion, but that's really where this whole thing came from. Yeah, that was our very first conversation. Said, how do we, how do we try and corral cost and still provide a very quality product to municipal government? Because our guys are, are a little bit different in having to go through the government process to purchase anything. And, and, and we, we don't get to approach it like a, a normal business and, and then trying to manage those costs from year to year. You know, at the time we were looking at, I think that year it was, it was one of those kind of record years where everybody was seeing five to 10% increase everybody, nobody was seeing any cuts and that there was just a lot of frustration in that cost. And that was really our first conversation was managing costs. And, and not to correct numbers, but, you know, when you look across the board, so, you know, in, in relation to, you know, where we got started, uh, and uh, we actually are a carrier, right? We're not the medical carrier. We do really all, a lot of the things, benefits and services that wrap around the core. So in our experience with working with cities all across Oklahoma, um, but really not just Oklahoma, but across the country, you know, um, that cost. And, and how to deal with the complexities, because there, there are so many moving pieces in just this one topic that, you know, the, the costs are kind of an outcome to how you manage that complexity. How do you even know about what those options are? And then how to, uh, how to deploy those at not just the city level or town level, but actually all the way down to the employee. Because the, one of the things, you know, that not just the costs are changing, but ultimately the, the importance of the employee's engagement has increased over time. So really the other thing that I see that has changed in the marketplace that, that I, I think sometimes cities kind of have trouble dealing with is, how do I get the, my employees engaged? Um, how do I uh, not, not just better manage those costs, but how do I actually get better results from the cost that I need to, you know, that I need to spend those dollars that I need to spend because that's part of the compensation for the employee. You and I, kind of like we always do. We always have these very robust conversations about, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back around because I probably should have should have started with this and, and talked about American Fidelity. I want to say just, now I know you know this, but I want to say it to all our listeners. American Fidelity has been a great partner with Oklahoma municipalities for a very long time. Um, and you've been with the company, I understand, 30 years, which is really cool to spend your whole career with one company. But I think that's a testament to American Fidelity. You know, one of the things I want to point out about your company that I, when I did start to travel for an NLC and realized how many of my fellow leagues work directly with a, a, a AFA 
uh, I was really impressed with that. And, and there was a sense of pride that, hey, this is an Oklahoma company, but they all want to use this product. So uh, so there's your little plug from the from uh, OML for, for AFA, but, but we are very impressed with what you guys do. So let's start with kind of an overview. Talk about AFA um, and, and just the, the products that you provide. And, the, and, uh, and I think it's fair to say in kind of in the supplemental arena of, of healthcare is what which you primarily, you know, I'm doing this for you. You talk about it, Brian. Sure. You have the floor, <laughs> my friend. Well, uh, or the microphone per se. Yeah. Um, well, so American Fidelity, we actually are a carrier and, and, and we are very proud. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma um, and, and we are based here in Oklahoma City and um, we're very proud. The vast majority of our, of our organization is actually all focused on public sector. I mean, really, it's about 80% of our entire organization is focused on public sector. And so um, we provide, as a carrier, supplemental options um, to help employees protect their income, first and foremost, which has become even more important with COVID and kind of that as employees have, have looked at, you know, been having to address their own health conditions or even think about planning, right? So that's disability and life insurance. We also provide different medical related supplemental options, which support the medical plan or the dental plan or vision. And so that could be in anywhere from a, uh, a hospital type plan, uh, accident, cancer, critical illness, supplemental options that help that employee make sure that all of the, the risk that they may have the exposure is they have the opportunity to to cover those now the other thing that 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 we provide that that really is really just as important um as those benefits that we do as the carrier and those are really i like to call them tools um and those tools mike are are opportunities for employees to save money on costs that they already have mean flexible spending accounts, um, the dependent daycare, your health savings accounts. Um, all of those are tools, HRA, health reimbursement arrangements. Those are all tools that you can um, use as an employer, as the municipality, um, and the employee to manage those out-of-pocket costs. And so we provide all of those things in partnership with OML. And we actually do all of those things at no cost. And so again, those are just services that help support the overall benefit strategy. That's pretty incredible. And that, that creates a very nice suite of just healthcare solutions to, I guess, to play on the municipal health solutions, but healthcare solutions for uh, not only our, and we're doing it for MHS, but, but all of your clients. To, to be able to round that out. That's pretty impressive, all of those different things. I know that we use the HRA account at uh, OML, and I, in, of all the years I've been in the professional workforce, that's the first time I had an HRA account, and it's actually a really great tool to be able to use to just keep up, even if you're just keeping up with your, your copay costs or, or prescription costs. Right. It's really a neat product. Talk, talk about that just a, a little bit more so. Well, so Mike, let, let's. I, I think you're actually on to one of the key things as medical costs continue to rise. I mean, no matter what we do, 
you know, the, at, at the municipal level, strategy level together, as we all work together, the League of Marriage Fidelity and, and everyone listening, those costs, we're going to, we, they're going to continue to rise. Okay. That, that's just a fact. So we have to look at different ways to manage those costs. And, and so there are several things, those tools, the IRS actually has several tools that they let uh, us as employers use at the employee level. Now, I feel that in the hundreds of municipalities that we work with, uh, that I've been involved with, the knowledge of those tools really is the biggest issue. So when you talk about HRAs, a lot of times, again, that's a health reimbursement arrangement. So that's actually set up by the IRS, just like a flexible spending account, a health savings account. Those are all tools that you can use. But if you don't really understand how they work, then, you know, really comes down to my, that's why a lot of folks have not ever heard of an HRA, for example. But that's a great tool that an employer can use to save money as on that medical cost as they have to put in a higher deductible plan to keep their budget the same or to keep it within, you know, guidelines of how much that it can increase. So that HRA can be coupled with uh, a flexible spending account, which again, lets them have dollars to pay for those deductibles or co-pays as you're talking about, prescriptions um, and other healthcare, medical, dental or vision items that um, the employees coming out of their pocket anyway. So I know at OML, for you guys, your whole desire was to provide as competitive a benefit package as possible. So you use the HRA as a way to manage your medical costs, right? What that medical plan cost itself, you know, it is. And then, but also basically to sweeten the compensation or sweeten the benefits at the employee level. So that's the way I kind of look at that as an HRA. Hopefully I kind of answered that, no, you, you know, did. where you were wanting. But you, you hit on something I think is so important. And you and I have had these conversations about this particular topic. You talk about the knowledge of the tools. That's a really broad statement. And that was one of the things when, when we first started talking about health insurance that you pointed out to me was that the, the consumer in this situation, that the consumer has more control than they probably know, but but nobody is taking the opportunity to explain that to him. And, and until we start to educate better, then it's going to be hard to bring down those health care costs. And that was one of the things that you really offered from AFA that was helping with that education piece. And I think that's been successful to this point, with, especially with MHS. Uh, and that's one of the things that we we work with you guys on. So talk about the direct contact you have with um, the, the 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 consumer in through through AFA. So when when you're saying just to clarify, when you're saying consumer, you have the employer is a consumer, right, at the employer right. level, but you also then have an employee who is a consumer. So yeah, so I, are I, you talking about the consumer as an employee? You realize I'm I'm new to this this insurance thing, so I'm not. I'm no, not this is actually a good. Right, but, this uh, is, but this is <laughs> no, a very good. Well, but this is a very good clarification for the listener in relation to that strategy overall. What are they going to do at the employer level? 
right, as a right. consumer, but also the end consumer, which is the employee, which is probably who you're talking about. I, Mark, I see exactly what you did there. You took me down a trail to get to be able to talk about what you wanted to talk about. I think you hit it on the head. You, Yeah, talk about those, those two and, and the relationship between them. So, uh, again, uh, one of the things that we've tried to do to really, to literally, and I can say it truthfully, is to just at, at a minimum just help the employer, the, the, the uh, city or town, understand what's available, what others are doing as in peers, and how and, and what are some things that you may want to consider. So, uh, that first and foremost. In today's world, the employee, so again, go back to that whole topic of consumer, that employee has to be more engaged than ever before. Again, in the past, the traditional approach in public sector has been very paternalistic. Here's your plan. We're going to do this. And we've done the same thing for 30 years. But because of those cost increases, because of the culture that we have of choice, Employees have to be more engaged. They have to be more of a consumer. And every other thing really out there, they, they, it's the Amazon approach, right? It's the online shopping in relation to, I want to customize options that best fit my needs. So if, if we relate that back to MHS, um, a lot of times cities are going to have a single plan. Well, we've always had one plan. Well, customization has been become very important in relation to just managing costs but also to help that employee as the end consumer to manage their costs and to you know to have options that fit their needs so in mhs for example you can have two different medical plans you could have a lower plan and you know a, a base and a buy-up Okay, you could have a high deductible plan. You could have a, a base, like a, again, a traditional plan with an HRA, but you could also have a high deductible plan for your employees who, again, those end consumers who don't utilize the healthcare a whole lot. So, um, you know, that engagement, that education, but really that choice at the end consumer is an important consideration in not just MHS, but what you're doing in general. So uh, from the employee level, what what tools do you see that that they are taking advantage of the most right now? So I'm glad that you're using my word tool, um, <laughs> because I think from an analogy standpoint, it, it's you can have my my wife. I will, I will admit. So I I like to have lots of tools in the garage, but I really hate to use them. But I like having them. Um, <laughs> So actually just this morning, she was like, no, you're not going to Home Depot and getting another tool. Um, so it doesn't matter, right, if you have all of these tools in the garage or the city provides all of these tools if the employee doesn't understand how to use them. So I, I'm going to go to the first tool, Mike, that I would say that every participant, every listener needs to make sure and think about, which is a, a, a word that you used earlier, which is education. If the employee, if you don't, as the employer, right, if you don't understand how they work, or even it might not be something that doesn't work for three more years, but at least you have it in front of you, right, from an education, because that's really where MHS started, right? Um, 
if you don't understand that, you can't put it into your strategy or your plan for the future. Um, in regards to the employee, if you don't understand, the employee doesn't understand how to use that tool, they can't have those savings. So education tool number one. Number two, to go to something specific, I would say with those healthcare costs increasing, we all as employees have more out-of-pocket costs. So the flexible spending accounts are a great tool to save money on costs that we already have. So you talked about, you know, in, in one of the other podcasts, you know, you're talking about, you know, Mike, you're actually going to have surgery. You're probably going to have to start looking at having surgery. I think it was on your shoulder. Um, and so you're going to have some out-of-pocket costs in relation to deductibles or co-pays or even in prescriptions that you may have to take. Or you may have to get an arm sling that, you know what, you're going to have to pay some amount of some sort of equipment or something like that, right? Uh, the ice machine. Um, ultimately, the flexible spending accounts, is are, they're simply a tool that the IRS lets us use to put those money aside on a pre-tax basis and that we have a tax-free loan, basically, that we can use throughout the year for costs that we know about or costs that come up. Okay, And that's not only just medical, but dental and vision. So if the kid's got to get orthodontia, both my kids had to get braces, well, that's not cheap. I got to spend that money anyway. Use flex. So across the state, we see about a 30 and somewhere between a 30, 35% participation um, in flexible spending accounts. And so, you know, if we don't work with you now, again, I, one of the things I love to talk about are, are best practices. So Mike, this is also talking about what's the best practice. A best practice is having those tools and having those levels of participation. Because, you know, if you have that 35, 40%, not only are, do you have a lot of employees that are saving dollars, but that also puts money back to your bottom line in regards to that, you know, the withholding tax since it comes out on a pre-tax basis. So that's a tool. Another tool that I see really growing a lot more, and I know we've built into the whole MHS program is a health savings account. We see, you know, um, you know, schools doing that. We see, you know, we see counties doing that. We see in a lot of cities that are starting to put those tools into play because it comes down to choice and, and that customization at the employee. So we see that a lot of times too. So there's three, uh, big tools, I would say that, um, you, that we should all be considering and then looking at how we're managing them. And, and I think those are the, that that approach is one of the things that we and I when I say we I include you in this because you were the one that helped create the foundation for MHS but that education tool is so important and being able to explain to the employers and the employee what what the options they have and you you know you missed you mentioned a 30 35% usage rate and and that that even that number when it's good that's still frustrating because you know, we get over 50, 70%, all of a sudden we are going to see dramatic changes in healthcare costs if we could get people to do that. Uh, so I know that education is very important. Now there's one other thing in MHS that we built in, uh, the, the careways part of our administrative, our, uh, health, uh, our, our, our network with uh, uh, healthcare highways. And I think that that plays into it as well when, when, you, when you put a product like that where they're working directly with the patient at that point to to help manage and and tailor their care. Uh, 
but and then AFA, I think you guys provide the same level of direct support to the employee and, and the employer for that matter. Uh, and I think that's a big part of it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you got to have the, the the benefits themselves, right? You, you have to have those in place. But but we've seen really as a best practice, you know, in the last 10 years, you know, that I've really been kind of working on this and specifically, uh, you know, in city benefits, that education is really the key. Because again, it doesn't matter if you have two plans, one plan, uh, you know, if you don't have that understanding of how to help that employee better utilize what you're providing. You're, <clears throat> again, if that's your second or third, so again, most of the time it's the second, you know, your benefits is, a set, is your number two or number three single largest budgetary item. So what are we doing to get the greatest ROI, the greatest return on that investment, that spend? And that's helping that employee. It may be as simple as, helping them understand, you know, well, what's in their formulary on their drugs. But it also goes down to simple of well, what is a deductible? What is a copay? And, and you know, my, just like, you know, shopping, when I had to have my MRI on my, you know, I had gotten older, had, you know, having some back troubles, you know, there was an incredible difference in the prices of MRIs that was available to me and that I had to be that shopper, if you will. And literally, I, I mean, it was probably $1,400 difference just by actually paying attention. And I know those are all tools that are built into MHS, but the employee has to use the tool in the garage, right, to have that benefit. Absolutely. Well, Brian, I, this, is, uh, this has been a really great conversation today. Um, and, and before we we close off again. I just want to, I want to thank you personally and I want to thank American Fidelity, uh, your guidance through this journey of uh, Municipal Health Solutions was invaluable. And we really would not be here today if you guys hadn't put in the work for us that you did. And I'm so proud to be partners with you guys. So. Thank you very much. Um, you know, we're, again, I, I, I say this with all sincerity uh we just appreciate the opportunity to help not just the league but really every single city uh in in town in the state and uh you know however we can help it may be that we just have kind of i like to call it a review and analysis and and you just learn some things from us and because maybe today is not the right time to do anything different but you know you know you never know right in public sector it might take two three four years down the road and then the time is right and so um, you know, we started here in 1960. We're not going anywhere and uh, uh, just always happy to help, Mike. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for being with us today. I am Mike Fina, Executive Director of the Oklahoma Municipal League. You've been listening to another healthcare mini podcast. I call them mini podcasts, but, the, but I think we've been going uh, longer than what we anticipated. But the conversations are so great. Uh, I think and this is incredible. I think it's incredibly valuable for all of our listeners and our, and our municipalities out there. So thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be coming to you with more of these mini podcasts and our regular podcasts in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening.